your job is to not necessarily always agree, but to always respect. So first off, I just want to say welcome to the podcast. And before we jump into the episode, let me tell you a little bit about myself and what you can expect. I have been in the business now for coming up on 30 years. What we're going to talk about in this podcast are things that go on in my day-to-day life, whether it be as a manager, whether it be as a consultant, whether it be as someone who is creating products that's helping musicians all over the world. If there's something going on in the industry, we're going to talk about it. If there's a strategy that needs to be taught, we're going to talk about it. And if there's some way that I can help get you closer to your goal, then you are in the right place because that's what we are going to talk about here on the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. Now let's jump into the episode. Helping you navigate the music industry, here's Rick Barker with the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. This episode of the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast is brought to you by Studio. Headphones. Now, when you're looking to combine tech, style, and affordability, check them out at studio, S-U-D-I-O.com and use the code MIB Podcast 15. All one word, MIB Podcast 15 for 15% off your order. And remember, Studio provides free worldwide shipping. We'll talk more about them in just a bit. Right now, let's jump into the podcast. So here's what we're going to cover on uh, this episode of the podcast. I am going to jump into the mailbag, as we call it. This is a topic that was brought up by one of you, and let's jump right into it right now. So when family members try and give me suggestions about what I need to do for my music career, I know they mean well, but they legitimately have no idea, capitalized, what they are talking about. I deal with this a lot, and it gets frustrating. I've already done a lot of research to understand the steps I need to take, what the music industry looks like right now, and how to be successful as an indie artist. They have not done this. I try to kindly explain this to them, but maybe this could be a good topic to discuss, and you may have other thoughts on how to handle this situation. So first off, thank you for uh, submitting your question. And what I would like to do is I'd like to break this into four parts. The family members... The artist, the person who wrote this, what are each other's roles that you have, and what is the solution? So first things first is when I first read this, I started laughing because I know who the person is who sent this in, and I'm not going to mention their name, but they're a young person. And typically, young people who aren't even in the music industry feel like they know everything and the adults around them don't know much. Okay, so you're human. It's not uncommon. But what you've got to be careful of is that if the family members that are trying to give you suggestions are the ones funding this operation, if they're the ones paying for you to be able to do this, you first and foremost better show them respect. Whether they understand the business, whether they come from the music business, you owe them respect because they are your label right now. They are the bank. So let's get that part out of our head right away when you say things like they legitimately have no idea. A lot of times, parents are successful business people, so they understand business. So a lot of times, and I'm going to say that a lot of times in this podcast, a lot of times they're going to try to give you advice based on business. What they don't understand is that the music business is not 
your typical business. So let me start talking to the family members first. First and foremost, thank you for giving your child the opportunity to pursue this dream of theirs. I wish sometimes they were more grateful, but they are who they are, and that's why we love them. I am speaking as a person who has two teenagers and who's dealt with a lot of uh, families in this business. One of the first things I say when I sit down with a family is I look at the artist and I look at the parent and I say, I am going to say probably close to the exact thing that you've been saying for the last couple years. And because I said it, they're going to finally hear it for the first time. That's just the way that it is. So you can't take it personal. Also, family members, if you are having to constantly battle and argue to get your artist to do what's right, stop. Don't fund the project anymore. No one says you have to do this. This is a good sign for you. The amount of money that I'm going to save you by saying this right now, if you have to convince your kid to show up to work every day, if you have to convince them to get excited about what it is that they're doing, if they talk back to you, turn off the money. Shut it down. They'll never survive in our world. Much less, If they can't survive in your world, they're never going to be able to survive in our world. All right? So don't worry about that. Use this as an opportunity to say, you know what? I'm going to help you pursue your dreams. I'm going to give you some advice. Even if your advice is wrong, take a look at how they handle your advice. Take a look on how they talk to you after you give them that advice. If they're rude and inconsiderate, there's no place for them. Our job is to train them to go out in the real world because if they talk back to their boss, they get fired. If they talk back to the record company, they get fired. So if they can stay uh, working for you, then there's a good chance that they're going to be able to work for someone else. Let's talk about the artist right now. What you need to understand is that these family members may have no uh, legitimate idea of what they're talking about, but... When you say that you've done a lot of research to understand the steps you need to take, and I, as someone in the industry, goes and sees that you're not doing it, research does not equal work. Just because you know something doesn't mean that you're doing it. You need to go out and do it. And if someone as a family member is looking and seeing that you're not posted on social media or you're not performing or you're not rehearsing, you're not doing the things you can to get better, they don't need to be a music industry expert to let you know that. That's common sense. If they see that you're not showing up, if they have purchased my program, for example, and they know the same thing about the business that you know, they do know what they're talking about, and it doesn't take a lot to see that you're not doing the work. What's going to impress us is when we see that you're doing the work, when we see that when you're with your family members or how you talk to people. This is a great test for you. Like I said, if you're that snotty, know-it-all, doesn't want to take instructions from anybody, that's not the kind of person that I want to work with necessarily. And I know that's not the kind of person that a lot of my friends want to work with. So what you can do is you can respectfully listen to what it is that they have to say. You don't have to agree with it, but listen to it respectfully and then take a deep breath and see if maybe there's some validity to what it is that they're saying. If they're telling you that you're not doing something, 99% of the time, you're not doing it. No one's out there making stuff up. No one's out there pretending to say things to hurt you, especially if they're funding the operation. They deserve the respect just for that. You don't always have to agree, 
but you must always respect. There's a big difference, and I hope that helps you there. Now, before we step in and talk about what each other's roles are and what is a solution, I wanted to uh, say thanks again to Studio Headphones for being a sponsor of this podcast. So this is uh, my second pair of Studio Headphones, and that's spelled S-U-D-I-O dot com after uh, checking out their website. It's a take on the Phil Collins Genesis Susu Studio song. So there you go. What I love about them is the Scandinavian design is they've been able to take not only the technology that you need, but also the coolness and the accessory factor that goes in when people choose a lot of headphones. A lot of companies have tried to do both, but have failed. And Studio has done just that. Uh, the first time I wanted something for workouts, uh, something that was sweat resistant that I could, you know, fit in the ear. Uh, and I used their tray model. This time with the Regent model, I went with the over the ear brand. They've got a lot of other cool options that you can choose from. And like I said, they've been fantastic for me. I'd love for you to go to studio.com, S-U-D-I-O.com and click uh, at checkout. All you have to do is type in MIB podcast 15, one word, MIB podcast 15. You're going to get 15% off your order and they also ship worldwide. We'll have all of that in the show notes for you as well. All right. So here we go. Let's talk about each other's roles when it comes to the business. If you are a parent and you're financing this business so that your child can achieve their dreams, what are each other's roles? First off, let me talk to the artist. Your job is to not necessarily always agree, but to always respect. Okay. If someone else is funding you the opportunity to go out and try to live your dreams, you owe them that respect. You owe them not to argue and not to talk back. The best thing that both of you could do is to get yourself in a program where you have the ability to both learn the same things so you can do this together. That's what I love about my programs, my coaching programs, is that I'm able to help both the artist and the parent understand this business so that when a parent comes and says, hey, what are we doing with your socials? What are we doing to promote this upcoming show? Have you practiced today? They understand the things that you need to do to get better. Now, if you, the artist, are always having to be told what to do, this is not the right business for you if you want to pursue it as a business. Let it be a hobby. But if you're saying you want to one day get a manager and you want to one day maybe try to get a record deal, you better treat it like a business. Because you're competing against adults. You're competing against people that have been doing this much longer than you, that are probably much better than you. In order for you to step your game up, you should be thankful that you've got someone on your cor- in your corner that's helping you understand what's going on with this business and kind of help pushing you. Now, parents, if you're constantly having to get them to do the right thing and you're constantly arguing and fighting, stop. Stop funding this thing. Make sure that they've got their vocal lessons. Make sure that, you know, when they want to perform that they get to the event. But do not spend money on expensive recordings. Do not spend a whole bunch of money parading them around. If you want it more than they do, that's a sign. 
Okay. And it's not a good sign. So make sure that you are both on the same page, have business meetings, sit down and see if there's anything that you can do to help them if they're stuck somewhere, but get yourself educated, get yourself mentorship. That's why we do what we do is we try to make it as easy on you as possible. So don't make it any harder than it already is. And the solution is to sit down before you go on this journey together and talk about what the goals are. And that way you know how hard you need to push. Because, yeah, you're still going to need to push, but you need to do it in a loving way, not a you-know-everything way. One of the hardest parts about this business is that it's not a traditional business. Your rewards are not in direct proportion to the work that you put in. So you're not always going to understand what's going on. But right now, more than ever, be supportive be constructive. That's on the parent side. On the artist side, be respectful. And remember, even though they're funding it, it's your business. And we shouldn't have to talk you into getting up every day and taking care of your business, especially if you want to come play in this world. All right. I hope you found this helpful. If you've uh, just joined me for the first time, welcome. And if you haven't been over to the website, stop by rickbarker.com. While you're there, take the artist assessment. We'll give you an opportunity to see where you're at. Also, too, is you'll get an opportunity to see how to work with me. If you feel having me on a part of your team is worth it, if you feel having someone that can help guide you that's in the business is worth it, then you'll be able to find out more after taking the assessment. It all starts there. Thank you once again to Studio Headphones for being our sponsor today. And I will talk to you on the next episode. Ciao. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and tell a friend. Remember, there is no one-size-fits-all model when it comes to the music industry. So check out my website, rickbarker.com, take the quiz, and I will send you information specific to you to help make sure that you are on the right track. You've been listening to the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast with Rick Barker. You can follow Rick on Twitter at Rick Barker Music. And remember, you don't drown by falling into the water, you drown by staying there. 